Receiving 2023 with Nee Venice. So this is the third and final part of my series of Release and Receive. To date, you will have started with the releasing of 2022, releasing of everything that doesn't serve you, that didn't serve you, and also acknowledging and identifying what you want to bring forward with you into this next year. Then hopefully you will have done the bridge meditation, which was a way of drawing a line under release 2022, but also about creating the space for welcoming 2023. And that's what this part is all about. In order for us to receive, we must let go of what it is that's holding us back. We must learn from the past and not constantly beat ourselves up. But by glancing over our shoulders, we can see what served us, what didn't serve us, who served us and who didn't serve us. And then keeping the best of that, we then are able to step forward into the next chapter. To do all of this and to receive, we must first create space. Space for new ways new ideas and opportunities to land, as well as new possibilities to be able to welcome them in too. And that's what this next part is all about. This is about welcoming 2023 and creating your personal vision for the next year. We don't talk about New Year's resolutions around these parts. We talk only about creating the year we want, about setting the intentions and about getting very clear in a realistic way as to what it is that we want. Now, all around us, the focus is on changing our habits, on improving, on growing, on stretching, on expanding, on becoming someone new, on doing something new. The emphasis on this can, in fact, cause us to focus only on the end destination. And then what happens? We just want to change everything all at once. An addiction to immediacy is what I call it. This, of course, results in more overwhelm and ultimately in inaction. We get so paralyzed by all that needs to be done. And so what do we do? We do nothing. Beginnings can be extremely exciting, but let's be honest, they can also feel very daunting. So meet yourself wherever you are now. Trust where you are now and be compassionate with yourself. Transformation takes time and often requires steady, grounded action. We're never meant to say the, stay the same. Remember that nothing in our life remains the same. So we are never meant to stay the same. And as you start to dream and, and envision and imagine the new year that's coming up ahead, really stay th- true to the deep yearnings, to those whispers, rather than be distracted by the noise, by what you think you should be doing or what you see other people doing. And just pay attention to your own desires and make that your expectation. What is it that you want? 
These are often your soul yearnings and they come from deep inside us. And more often than not, we just don't listen to them. We can't hear them for all the noise that we allow into our lives. So my invitation for you in doing this today is to go silent, to go quiet, to keep your focus within just for the next couple of hours or even over the next couple of days as you process this exercise. Now, similar to the first part of this three-parter, when we were releasing, we looked at four headings. And you can go back if you want to learn more again about those four headings. But in summary, they are home, which features your family, your friends, the people in your life, your pets. It's even your your environment, your home environment, your house, your living environment, your garden. That all represents your home. Number two was your mind. And this refers to the part of us where we learn, where we gather information, where we study, where we budget, where we finance. So the mind is everything that goes on upstairs. The body, pretty evident. But again, we're talking about our health, our wellness, our energy levels, our physicality, how we look after that, how we treat it, how we respect it. And then the fourth part, which very often gets ignored, but our soul, the very part of us that makes us us, the part that when we connect to our soul, we instantly feel more grounded, more secure, more solid, more rooted. And here lies our spirituality and our intuition and our creativity. The soul is such a beautiful part of every single one of us. So using these four headings, I want you to take out your journal again and ask the following questions under each heading. What am I most looking forward to? this year? What is something I want to accomplish or to create? What is it I am avoiding? What am I really aiming for? Really aiming for? What's my soul yearning for? What would I like to create space for in this coming year? What would I like to do if I knew that I would be supported no matter what? What would I do if I had no fear and there were no obstacles? That's a great question. What would you do if you had no fear and there were no obstacles? What is it that would make you feel more supported? What's your soul calling you to do? When you quieten down the noise, when you sit and really think about what it is you want, what's your soul calling you to do? If any of the above areas, the four that I mentioned, home, body, mind and soul, if any of those areas you feel or you can you can now acknowledge lacked focus, if you were unable to focus on any of those four areas, or if you felt that the timing just wasn't right, then maybe, just maybe, it's telling you that in 2023, you need to look at it now. 
journal about all the possibilities. Use use this time just to create the space to allow for all the ideas, the thoughts, the opportunities, the dreams. Just dream big and write it all down. Half it you might discard, but even if there was one or two things that jumped out that you had not thought about either in a long time or even forever, won't it have been worthwhile? What is something that you truly want in each of those four areas? Something that you want to manifest or something you want to create? Or is there something that you completely want to let go of and not bring with you into the new year in each of those four areas? Remember that everything that has happened in 2022 and before paves the way for the intentions that you are going to set and that you want to set in 2023. Acknowledge them and just contemplate each one carefully. And that to me, is the nub of this entire exercise. It's not about flying through it. It's not about going tick, tick, tick. I've done those questions. It's about letting the questions and your subsequent answers sit with you. Pay attention to them. Be mindful to them. What is a boundary that you want to set in 2023? What area in your life do you just need to say no to? Or... Who in your life do you just need to say no to? Can you think of a boundary that maybe you have to articulate, a line you have to draw in the sand to stop doing, something you have to make really clear for yourself or for someone else in your life? And write this down. A boundary I want to set in 2023 is dot, dot, dot. And just to add in there, in case some of you may not have heard me say this before. But we think very often that boundaries are about us changing other people's behaviours, whereas the reality is boundaries are about us or altering how we let their behaviour impact on us. It's about protecting our energy. It's about preserving our space. The next question. What is a pattern or a habit that you don't want to repeat. It could be judging others, comparing your life to others and feeling that you always come up short, believing that you're not good enough, not trying things because you've convinced yourselves, why would I bother? I'll just fail. Why would I bother? Nothing good ever happens to me. Release that no, I'm not even going to say that negativity, but release that need to be able to control everything by knowing what the outcome is before you do it. Think about that thing that you keep finding yourself doing over and over again. It honestly could be how you treat yourself or how you talk to yourself. Listen to the language you use when you're talking to yourself. And even if you compare it with how you speak to other people, it's very telling because we talk, we talk to ourselves very often in, in a very disparaging, self-deprecating way. Just be careful about how the language that you're using and remember that 
Remember in all of this, I suppose, that actually we treat, we teach other people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. So you need to start treating yourself better. Start with talking to yourself better. Start then by putting boundaries in place. Because in doing that, you're also showing other people what's acceptable, what's tolerable. And by virtue of that fact, what's intolerable. Observe your tendency to self-sabotage. Observe your tender tendency to maybe catastrophize some things. That can be a pattern that you just don't want to repeat. Next question. Describe a feeling that you want to embody in 2023. Now, I I love this question because I really believe that when we are setting goals for ourselves or setting intentions for ourselves, if we can attach a feeling and, and are able to understand why do I want this so much? Why does this matter to me so much? How will I feel if I have that, if I am that, if I get that? You know, if we can attach a feeling, we are far more likely to be able to experience it, to have it, to get it, to achieve it. So what's that feeling that you want to embody in 2023? Something that you can come back to during the year, an anchor, an overarching theme. What do you want to feel? How do you want to feel this time next year? So think about those feelings. For me, it's not even that I say the same thing every year, but like I know, I know myself so well at this stage that expansion, security, freedom are all very high that I need to feel free. I need to feel expansive. I need to feel that I'm growing. I need to feel that I'm stretching myself and I need to feel secure. So everything I do, I'm constantly bringing it back to those feelings. And it's about creating the space in your life to slow down and then help others do the same so that we can all get better at connecting with our hearts and our souls. Moving from existing solely within your mind, where you control, where you plan everything. And that's where we start to feel it from our heart space, the feelings, the emotions. And I talk about this a lot with my clients, and I probably have mentioned it in this in this podcast several times. But when we go through a life changing event, when something happens in our life that we don't like or didn't want or weren't planning for, we disconnect. Our heads disconnect from our hearts. We retreat into our head space. And if you think of your head space as being that place where you plan, manage, organize, budget, do your financing, do your learning, you know, it is it's the kind of the the mental engine room. It all goes on in our minds. And that also is the place where we feel that we have most control, which is why we go straight into our heads. But what we don't realize is happening is that unconsciously or subconsciously, we have disconnected from our heart space. Now, in our heart space, that's where we feel. That's where we emote. That's where we feel love as well as hate. It's where our creativity lies. It's where our intuition lies. 
It's where our soul space resides. It's also where it's where our connection with our spirituality, whatever that might mean for you. But all of that resides in your heart space. And if you're disconnected from your heart space, then you're you're missing out on all those feelings and emotions and, and you know, understanding your purpose and, and your passions. We all need to be able to operate both. We all need, even, for example, when you're making a decision. Yes, you go straight to your head. Yes, you say to yourself, what did I do the last time I was in this situation? What do I know is the right thing I should do? What have I heard? What have I learned? So we will go straight to that amazing source of information, which is in our mind, in our heads, in our brains. But we also need to check in. How does that make me feel? How will I feel if I don't do it? How will I feel if I do it? How will I feel? Will it feel in alignment with who I am? Does it connect with my purpose? Does it connect with my emotions? So the feeling is just as important as the information. So that headspace, that heart space, we need to connect them. Next question. What's a major goal that you want to accomplish in 2023? And remember, it needs to be a feeling. Now you have a year. You have 12 long months to create this specific goal. What is it? And if you wish, you might decide to create one goal around each of the four areas of mind, body, home and soul. But make sure you have one. A goal, not a resolution. A goal, a feeling, not a resolution. Next question. Setting your intentions for the year ahead. What is your intention for 2023? Now, I know that for some, the word intention can be a little confusing, but essentially it means intend to create or intend to do. Or what do I want to invite into my life in 2023? And it's filled with enormous potential and it's limitless and it's within our choosing. It can change our whole lives if we want it to. So think beyond where you are and think where you want to go, where you want to be. Be conscious and be present with how you live your life. You're in charge. You're in charge of all of this. Don't just let life happen to you. Feel into your heart and then set your intention. My intention for 2023 is dot, dot, dot. And remember, the easier it is for you to define, the more specific you are, the clearer it is. Just try and think of one single clear sentence, then it'll be so much easier to manifest and to connect with it. Make it something you can own and don't rush this. Give yourself space to think about it. Set your, in, set your affirmations. When you have your intention, which is what you intend to do or to create in 2023, then just turn it into an affirmation. This is a really powerful exercise. So to re- really understand how to do this, can I just advise you to use language that resonates with you? 
a lot of us will see other people's affirmations and we think, oh, that's really nice or I'd love to be able to say something like that. But if the words don't resonate with you, you'll always feel like you've borrowed somebody else's. Having your intention become an affirmation is a way of really integrating that intention into your day to day life. So an affirmation is something that is already playing out. It's already here. It's here now. It's something that you can affirm to yourself as a mantra to be repeated whenever you meditate or journal or you're out for a walk. Just put it somewhere where you'll see it. I have mine in my phone. I have them by my desk. I have them by my bed. Um, I I change my affirmations all the time. Um, and, and yet I find them a really powerful way to kind of get my head into a better place. So, for example, they I'll just give you a couple of um, of affirmations that I'm using right now. So one of them would be I love the woman that I'm becoming. That's an affirmation I use a lot. It is safe for me to be me. I love money and money loves me. I love the life that I am creating. So even there's just three or four affirmations. But when you think about it, like even even the affirmation that I use, the one there, I love the woman that I'm becoming. You know, what I love about that sentence is it, it shows appreciation by me for what I'm doing and how I'm evolving. But there's also the clear implication in that, that I'm not done yet and that I'm not the finished product because none of us are. So using that affirmation of I love the woman that I'm becoming means you're doing good. You're doing your best. You're moving forward. It really gives you the permission to to be exactly who you are. So think about setting your own affirmations and use as your starting point your intention. So no differently than what I was saying earlier about how we speak to ourselves, the language we use when it comes to setting affirmations or setting intentions is really important. Language has a power, a hidden power as well as a very obvious one, because it reveals so much, but it attracts an awful lot more. So when you're thinking of intentions or affirmations, use positive language such as I am, I choose, I live, I love. Even if if it's connected to letting go of things, your affirmation could be I'm free, I'm complete. Find words that stir something in you. Seek validation only from yourself. I am deserving of being exactly of being accepted exactly as I am. I am worthy of love just the way I am. I am always doing my best. I am establishing myself in new ways. So there is an example of just very simple using very clear language about ways that can help you feel that you're being more proactive. And in the same ways, language is really important when it comes to setting our intentions and our affirmations. The people that we surround ourselves with also lift us. So be conscious of that. Be conscious of of who you're spending, spending your time with. Are they lifting you? Do they want the best for you? Are are. 
are you finding that when you're in their company, it's not bringing out the best from you or in you? So just be mindful of that as well, too. Finding your word for 2023. This is something that I just love doing every year. And um, it's 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 really about helping us focus our attention and intention on to something specific. And it may be that you will come up with more than one word. So, you know, that's totally fine, too. But if you think of a word, of a theme, of something that you want to be able to carry and build on in the year ahead. So it could be freedom. It could be security. It could be expansion. It could be spaciousness. It could be abundance. It could be spirituality. It could be nature. It could be love. It could be opening, heart opening. It could be um, growth. There's so many words that if they if you feel something in you stirring, if you feel that it's resonating with you, well, then there's a good chance that could be your word. Other tools that can help as well as journaling, clearly, but doing vision boards, creating a visual um, a visual board or a visual scenario that represent the images of how you would like your year to pan out. Or it could also be setting up a, a space for reflection or, or, or an altar that would have a candle, would have photographs, would have uh, objects or memorabilia that really evoke a sense of calm and steadiness in you. Could be having your candles lit, your crystals beside you, you know, whatever, whatever it is that rattles your cage, do it. Let yourself find and connect with whatever methods are going to help you to be able to open your mind a little bit more. And in doing that, that's where you'll find your words. So maybe another way of describing finding your word for 2023 is like thinking of it in terms of your theme. What are the themes? And remember, as you're doing that exercise and all of these exercises is to be patient with yourself. We all want to do everything now, but that's not always necessarily a good thing because being busy is no longer a badge of honor. When we're that busy, when we're that, um, when we're just constantly on the go, and that's why I love doing these exercises at this time of the year when there might be a a natural pause. And I recognize that's not the, the case for everyone, but I'm hoping that within these few weeks, you'll be able to create that space for yourself that will allow you to not stay in that time living in your head, but reconnecting with your heart, with your soul. To not let overwhelm dictate us, to not let us be led back to inaction. It's a, it is about slowing down so that we can move much faster. And please remember in all of this that this isn't about chasing perfection. This is about you getting to a place where you're able to say, today I did my best, today I did my best. So that could be possibly introducing a daily practice. It could be, you know, committing to journaling every day, could be committed to breath work or visualization or meditation, whatever it is that it's going to take for you. But just have the space to be able to think about what that might look like. And then finally, 
to combat all of the noise, all of the distractions, all of um, even our, our capacity to focus on the things that didn't serve us in 2022, I want you to go into 23 thinking about your values, thinking about what matters most to me right now. Who matters most to me? What do I love doing so that I can do more of it? What is it that lights me up? Now, this may result in you being being called or feeling called to make some changes in your own life, in your career, in your relationships, in your health and how you connect to yourself. Not they might not even be big changes. But it's about giving yourself the time to do these exercises and then observe what comes up for you. Sit with the answers, allow them to integrate and then identify what is speaking loudest to you. Then and only then should you prepare small steps, baby steps that will get you closer to what you desire. Be courageous, but keep remembering how it is you want to feel at the end of it. And when you're mapping out the small steps, this is where I really need you to be realistic. If you know that there are eight, nine, ten steps that you need to take to get you to where you want on one particular area, then you really need to attach a very realistic, practical deadline to that. Not one that you would like, but one that you know you can work with. Because don't we know in the olden days when we used to set resolutions that that was the single biggest reason why we never got around to doing them. We ran out of time. So be very fair to yourself when it comes to setting your own intentions. Your ability to make better decisions will benefit from you knowing and connecting with your values, with knowing and understanding what matters most to you right now. You'll feel a much greater sense of clarity around what it is you want and desire, and you will definitely feel much more confident to go after it. So now that you have gone through all three parts of these exercises, part one, which was all about releasing in 2022, part two, which was when we paused to reflect and to let go in my um, meditation called The Bridge. And then part three, which is this part, which is, is you giving yourself permission to receive, to pave the way for what's next based on it being what you want and what you deserve. I urge you to go slowly through these exercises. Leave a few days, definitely between each part, one, two and three. But if something in in any of these parts isn't landing with you, then just don't force it. Take some time away and come back and perhaps repeat the exercise. Very often, just getting up, going out for a walk, closing down the computer or closing, shutting the journal closed, whatever the expression is there, you know, very often just stepping away from things can just shift the energy and and you'll feel differently when you come back to it. 
And then also remember that sometimes the first answer you give can often be the one that you're most used to giving or that you feel is expected of you. So I want these answers to come from a different place. I want them to come from deep inside you, which is why I'm asking you to move through these steps slowly. The year ahead is yours to make of it what you want, but based on what you want and what your heart wants. So what is it your heart wants? What is it your soul wants? Ask for that, listen for that, then do that. However long it takes, whatever help you need, just promise yourself that you're going to do it. And believe that you can. And then watch while the magic happens. The magic of believing you can because you're now starting to believe that you deserve this. I'm not pretending it's easy. I'm not pretending that when we are trying to change the habits of a lifetime, that it should literally be a case of looking in a different direction and moving there. But we have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is that place where you get very clear about what you want and what you want now. What matters most to you now? So I wish you great success with these exercises. I'm always here if you have any questions, if there's anything I can help you with, if there's anything you'd like a little bit of guidance on, please don't hesitate to email me on neve at neveennis.com. I'm wishing every single person listening to this the happiest of New Year's 2023. We've had a tough couple of years. There are probably a few more left ahead. But the answers to how we navigate our way through these tough times all lie in going within. The answers are all inside you. From my heart to yours, Happy New Year. so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I would absolutely love to know and to hear what your takeaways were from this episode and all the other episodes as well. So come and find me on Instagram. My handle there is at one Neve Ennis or on neveennis.com. Let me know how it's helping you get tougher with yourself on going after what you want, what you desire, what you need. And also let me know how it's helping you be gentler when you get there. I'd also love if you went over and subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform, not from an ego perspective, I promise you. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a five star review, what this means is that more people will get to hear it. So I'll be able to get this podcast and all my other podcasts in front of the people who really need to hear it. Also, just to let you know that I've developed a quiz just for you that's going to help you identify which kind of people-pleasing type you are. Now, knowing this or having this information is really useful. I believe that I 
understanding our people pleasing tendencies is at the core to helping us remove some of the things that are blocking us or getting in our way. So once you know what your people pleasing type is, it's very helpful because it teaches you how to get past it, how to manage it. And I'll also be giving you some tools and guidance and mantras and affirmations to do just that. So I'll put the link in the show notes below here, but you'll also find it on nevenice.com forward slash quiz. Thank you and speak to you soon.